How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show live on this Tuesday evening as the Braves continue to roll along, beating up on the Pittsburgh Pirates last night. And uh, a lot of questions about uh, a couple of guys on this team. Let's head out to waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our man in the nose, talk to our buddy Chris Willis. He, of course, the managing editor for Battery Power. Batterypower.com is where you can check out his work. Also follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Willis. And Chris, as always, man, appreciate a few minutes here this evening. And, um, Fortunately, I'm going to start off with some, um, you know, less than great news. I want to talk to you about this Marcelo Zuna situation. And, um, you know, look, I don't think there's many easy decisions. But if I had to ask you, do you think that, A, he makes the playoff roster, and, B, what does your gut tell you about what they're going to end up doing with him long term? I mean, how do you – can take a, a bad situation and make it worse. I mean, we found out that's possible <laughs> this week. Uh, um, I mean, right now, as, as way things are constructed, I don't see any way they can keep him on the playoff roster. And, and that's even before you calculate in, um, you know, his off the field troubles. I mean, his production has sunk that far. I just think they have better options. Um, Long term, uh, you know, I think all signs point to a parting of the ways, but I mean, it hasn't happened yet still owed a significant amount of money. Uh, but, you know, I mean, they, at this point, um, you know, it, the production's just not there. And then the off-the-field stuff is an, an unwanted uh, distraction. So, you know, I, I mean, I think that's the, the direction to go in. Now, whether they actually go that route or not, I think will remains to be seen. You know, obviously, the biggest reason that, that players love Snitker is his loyalty to them. But, you know, there are times when we look at it and say maybe he's been too loyal to some guys. Do you think Snitger has a say in the decision about Ozuna and his future? Or you think that this is more even going above his pay grade, if you will, and, and this gets more into Alex Anthopoulos and the front office and the ownership and things like that, given the fact that he's now been arrested multiple times, you know, for off-the-field stuff? Yeah, I think I think it goes above uh, Snicker. Obviously, if he's on the roster, I mean, Snicker made it clear if he needs to use him, he's going to use him as long as he's there. Um, you know, and I think that's a that's a good example of why you know those players rally around uh, Snicker. And a lot of times, you can argue whether that was the correct decision, correct decision or not. But uh, um, I do I think his long term future. I think that goes up the further up the chain and probably lies with Alex, as you said, with Alex Anthopoulos and, and ownership. Chris, um, 
you know, the, like take the Georgia Bulldogs, for instance, and a lot of people are asking about is there complacency, you know, will that set in and this, that, and the other. You know, the Falcons had something that they called the Super Bowl hangover that people wanted to tag on them. And so when you win a championship, there is that natural inclination about that instinct to get back and do it again. But I think the thing that the Braves have working for them, and this kind of is out of left field and unexpected, is that this shot in the arm that their young guys, specifically the Michael Harris, the Vaughn Grissom, the Spencer Strider, rookies and these young guys, even Contreras in that mix, that those were guys that were completely off the radar as far as what their contribution to the Braves have been. But I get the sense that those guys don't know what they don't know. And I think if there was any chance for complacency, those guys have blown that idea out of the water. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, when you look at that World Series roster they had last year, it was it looked a good bit different. I mean, obviously their core pieces remain. But you've got a new guy at first base. you got a guy in right field and Ronald Acuna that was injured. And then, as you mentioned, all the young guys, too. I think if there was a World Series hangover, I think you probably look back the first month of the season, you know, when it just seemed like they were celebrating something every single day. Um, you know, and they were, there were ample uh, distractions and such. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, that's something I'm not too worried about with this current group. And like you said, those new guys, the young guys come up and, and just give them a, a boost of energy, um, you know, that seems like it's carried the rest of the way through. Chris Willis joining us in the WaitFor.com hotline from Battery Power covering the Atlanta Braves. Uh, I know we are going to overreact a little bit to what Mike Soroka has done and things like that, and, and I understand that. But I, I think there has to be – I think fans, maybe more than anything, have to temper some expectations. And I'm not trying to throw a wet blanket on everything, but this is a guy trying to come back from multiple season-ending injuries – and I think there has to be some patience. I think people saw that start at Rome and immediately jumped to, okay, well, he's ready to be a Cy Young winner again. You know, I'm, and it just, I, I, I think at some point we're going to see him pitch at the big club. But I hope fans really have some tempered expectations about just trying to get him healthy. Next year, to me, Chris, is when I feel like that's when we can start to put expectations on what Mike Soroka may or may not be in the future. Yeah, um, that Rome start was amazing. And, uh, you know, and I think the most surprising thing for me was him coming out and throwing 45 pitches in his first rehab start. Uh, you know, that kind of made me think that maybe he's a little further along than what uh, we we expected. But you're right. I mean, the, the start at Gwinnett, the second start at Gwinnett wasn't uh, quite as sharp. It didn't have a strikeout. Uh, he admitted, you know, he kind of got a little fatigued. I think the um, the expectations need to be measured. Um, you know, I think we said from the beginning, you know, if he if he uh, contributed anything at all, you should look at it like a, a bonus. And then next year, you know, he'll have a full spring training going in, hopefully healthy, and he'll have a chance to reestablish himself. But, uh, you know, it is a great story, though. I mean, it, it, it there was that long period where we didn't hear much, and you had to wonder if he was even going to make it back onto a uh, mound this season. And, uh, you know, he was able to do that and look pretty good. Chris, uh, I saw the stats on one of Ian Anderson's starts, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't kept up with everything that's going on with him down in the minors. How was that process gone? I know you had a pretty good start the other day. I want to say five or six innings, and I think he gave up none or one run or something like that. So it, it sounds like he did some good things, at least in the time that he's pitched down there. 
Yeah, I think he walked four in that in that outing too, and you know that's uh that's still a little bit of a cause of concern, you know, because that's one of the things that plagued him up here. Some of the things I didn't watch it, I didn't get to watch his start or anything. But some of the things I heard was, uh, you know, that uh, maybe he looked a little bit better. The changeup, I think, was was pretty good. So, you know, um, no real in- inclination as to how long, uh, you know, he may stay down there. You just hope that, uh, you know, hope he can make some progress up. And then, you know, maybe September, that's a pretty good addition to the rotation if they need to go that way. Chris, you know, you look at Dansby with the 16 homers, and that's a that's a good number and most likely going to be a 20-plus homer guy. But I was looking at some numbers. You know, he didn't hit his first home run until the 19th game of the year. And since the All-Star break, he's only hit one home run in total, and it's about a month's worth of games. I mean, from the I think from the 22nd of July to the 22nd now of, of August. For all the good things that Dansby's done, his power seems like it's been really weird this year. Like the overall 35,000 foot number is pretty good, but it took him a while to get going, and there's been very little home run production, it seems, here of late. It seems like he crammed a lot into a little bit of time this year as far as his home run total goes. Yeah, I wonder if it's a little bit of a change of approach. You know, we've seen him, you know, we always, the thinking was always on him that when he was hitting the ball the other way, that's when he was going his best. Uh, you know, we've we've seen that now stretch out in, in a pronounced period over the season. Um, so I just wonder if, you know, if he's changed, you know, not quite selling out for power as much as what it seemed like he was doing last year and now. And, uh, you know, it's just, is happy driving the ball into the gaps and stuff, but yeah, it has been. You know, you people forget how uh, how slow he started, uh, which was significant. I mean, a ton of strikeouts early, you know, and for him to be sitting where he's at right now, it it has been uh, some some uh, strange ride for sure. Chris Willis joining us on the WaitForIt.com hotline from BatteryPower.com, part of SB Nation, covering the Atlanta Braves. The other part about I want to talk about Dansby with you is. It, it is kind of funny because I get a lot of people that ask me about, well, can Vaughn Grissom play left field? And my response has been, maybe we should wait to see what happens with Dansby first because, to me, if Dansby's gone, I think I'm watching our next shortstop play in Vaughn Grissom. Am I crazy? Or, you know, where where are you kind of at with all this? Yeah, I know we've had a lot of uh, uh, can Vaughn Grissom play left field uh, questions as the two and the I agree with you. I think we need to wait and see what happens at shortstop first. You know, um, you know, if they obviously they bring Swanson back, then uh, you know I think Grissom to the outfield uh, makes more sense. Uh, you know, but uh, until we get to that point, you know, uh, it's hard to speculate. But uh, uh, Grissom's been good. I don't think. You know, I, I wonder if if Swanson does walk, if they would just go with Grissom from day one. I know his defense will probably improve a lot working with Ron Washington. Uh, but I think that'd be a, a pretty good little drop off, you know, as far from going from Dansby uh, to to Grissom. So it'll be interesting to see how they play that this offseason. And, and it brings up another point, and I talk about this a lot. Look, twenty homer, Gold Glove caliber shortstop just don't grow on trees. There aren't a million of those guys out there, and I know they would love to keep him, but you know, the market value for twenty homer, Gold Glove shortstops you know, that ticket price goes up. And, you know, I know it's a competitive market with Trey Turner and Correa and all those guys, but Dansby doesn't really have to take right now a backseat to anybody as far as his value on the open market. No, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a good off season for shortstops, I think. And, and as you said, there's, there's a number of big names that's going to be in the market 
but also, you know, a lot of teams, if uh, if if these guys move on, the so Xander Bogarts, the you know Trey Turner's, uh, their former teams are going to be looking to replace them as well. So, you know, Dansby's uh, put himself in a in a pretty good position, and uh, you know, it'll just uh, it'll be interesting to see how high the Braves are willing to go there, and you know, if he's if they if there's a chance that maybe. You know, he just really wants to stay. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm a little more optimistic about a not possibility of him sticking around now than I was a month or so ago. But you know, still, it, it'll depend. Uh, it'll depend on what the market looks like. I think. Last question for you, Chris. Um, Braves have a lot of roster decisions, and I know the rosters are about to expand. But Ian Anderson, Arcia, Ozzy, you know, Ian Anderson. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are, you know, Soroka. A lot of guys that are just kind of floating out there, and I wonder if they have more players than roster spots, or you think that they're in pretty good shape as the rosters expand here first part of September. It's going to be interesting. I think that's that's the major storyline as we're heading into you know the end of August right here. You know, Ozzy's coming back. They're going to the roster will expand by two, but you know we're far removed from the days when you could add up to forty. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Braves handle it. Um, you know, I think how Anderson pitches, uh, or even a Kyle Muller pitches, might have some impact on what happens with Mike Soroka as well. Um, you know, you hope you don't have injuries. You know, the old saying is these situations always work themselves out. But uh, you know, at some point you're going to see, at least just on the position player side, at some point you're going to see uh, Ozzy Albies and Orlando Arcia both back. So. You know they're going to have to make a move there with somebody, whether it's Guillermo Heredia or, or uh, Adrianza. So it'll be interesting to see how they play that out. On Twitter at Chris underscore Willis, check them out at BatteryPowered.com, covering the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation. Join us on the WaitFor.com hotline. Chris, as always, man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes uh, tonight. We'll chat again soon. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me, John Chuckery. We'll be back. Sports right after the game in the Odyssey.com app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. 
So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.